All right, so this is the right track with Brad, and today we got the Wentz brothers. We got Luke and Logan, and then in the middle, breaking the two brothers apart is Nate, and we're just gonna be talking about anything we want. So, um, I know the biggest thing, or the first thing that you noticed was I was wearing the Celtics jersey because I went to a game a few years ago, and the Celtics are playing the, the Miami right now, and you're you, you want Jimmy Butler because he was on the Bulls, and I and I do too, but. I'm big into like wanting this huge comeback from 3-0 if they can do it. I think it'd be awesome if, if they could. It'd be cool to kind of witness it. But you you're very, you feel strongly uh, about I mean, you know my least favorite team in the NBA is the Celtics. I despise them. I'm not a yeah. fan. And Jimmy Butler. I know Nate's on board with me. Yes, yeah. We always have to root for Jimmy. He's from Chicago, dude. I know, I know, and I want that, but I mean... I mean you obviously don't, bro. You're wearing a Celtics jersey, so mm -hmm. like, you, you just like, you don't. If I, if I had he shirt, he's coming in hot. Yeah, it's good. You don't want it. What would make the better story? The Celtics coming back three, coming back from being down 0-3, or the Heat, the eight seed. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Listen, it actually would. It actually, I, I would rather have the Heat win, but this is the only like merch I have, and it's like I want to wear like the NBA. That's valid. sure. Um, but yeah, because like like if the Heat are gonna make it to the finals, I want them to win the whole thing. You know. Exactly. But, yeah. but, but if, if, if the Celtics, going to. they will. Yeah. They're, going, yeah. <laughs> they're I mean, going to. They can't win the whole thing if they don't beat the Celtics, though. So yeah. Well, that is how that works. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so we have to root for them, you know. But no, I have been seeing people on Twitter post about the Heat talking about how oh Miami Heat are disgrace if they lose this like lead. They're like, I'd rather not make the playoffs at all than than lose to the Celtics in a three zero comeback. I'm like, what? I think no. that I don't know. I, I think, think that's, that's a bad mentality. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, I think so too. I want to see him make it all the way, you know. Like <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah. as a Bulls fan, I'm like depressed always because we just are bad yeah. at basketball. So I don't know. I'd rather have us go to the conference finals than than not make it at all. Get knocked out of the play-in tournament. So I mean, you know, the only thing is that the Heat beat the Bulls to get to get to where they're at and that that's where i'm that's, that's why i went to that, that's win. like the core reason where i'm like okay well i'd rather just have the, the 3 come comeback really but, I, i'm like opposite because then i if the heat win i can be like well yeah. i mean the bulls are basically champions i can just say it so but um i can water sip <laughs> that time yeah. to start talking um logan doesn't like chicago teams it's not that i don't like chicago teams it's just they're not like good like I, I don't like the Bears. They're musty. The Packers are better. Uh, I love the Bulls. Like, raised on the Bulls. Always a Bulls fan. The Cubs are musty. They, they're not very good. I honestly don't really care about baseball, so, like, I just kind of say that one. Yeah. Um, Chicago Blackhawks, so overhyped. Not even a good team. Third worst in the league. <laughs> like, I just, I, sorry I root for good teams. But there's, like, there's, like, a loyalty aspect to it, though. Like, Not like for this mean. man. He has no loyalty, right? <laughs> here. Place, like, okay, okay. Here's what I'm gonna ask: How many times a week do you guys go to Chicago? Every every day. Every day. No, you every don't. Day. Yeah, I do. I probably you go just don't once see. every two months. Yeah, so. I go like multiple times a week. So I don't want to talk about. I, I also I also live Chicago, in Phoenix right, right now. So I mean, like, I feel like like I want to like when I'm back in the summer, I want to go like at least once a week. Like that, that's what I want. You are back in the summer. Yeah, so like that's what I want to do. I want to be going. To going to we're literally going to a Cubs game today, and Logan's gonna root for the other team. <laughs> like he, he literally just does it because he, he's Bro. just a hater. This is one thing I have noticed though. Moving to Phoenix is that sports fans are just not the same. 
Like, I realize Chicago yeah. sports fans were, are just a different breed because people just, like, don't watch their favorite teams when they're bad. And that's, yeah. like, I can't, I don't understand that. Like, what do you mean you don't watch them? Like, so when the Suns were bad, they weren't watching. Right. So, like, I talked right. to these one people when I first got out to Phoenix, and they were, like, it was, like, with Devin Booker. It was after he dropped 70 and mm. stuff. But, anyways, they still weren't that good. And I was talking to them. I was, like, oh, dude, have you guys been watching the Suns this year? Like, they're looking like they're going to be good. And they're like, oh, no, we don't watch them. Like, last time we were ever good was Steve Nash. And I was like, so you haven't been keeping up at all? They're like, we don't know one on the team. And I was like, are you kidding? And these are, like, big bas- – like, these people are legit basketball fans. Like, they played basketball, like – and they're just like, yeah, we don't yeah. – we just don't watch them. Nothing's – I feel like nothing's tied to it for them. You know right. I mean? Like, Chicago, it's like Michael Jordan was there. Like, mm-hmm. our parents watched them. Like – there's history to it. There's like a grit for Chicago yeah, sports yeah. fans that is like so respectable. Right. And I love it. I'm like, ride yeah. or die, no matter what. I don't know. I feel like it's Chicago, Philadelphia, and New York are all like the best Agreed. sports fans. Agreed. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. Okay. Maybe Boston too, even though I'm not rooting for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get everything for them. It's easy to be yeah. a like, sports true. fan yeah. up there because then you always win everything. Yeah, dude, their teams are yeah. so good all the time. I mean, so. The Patriots, Celtics, Bruins. The Red Sox, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's pretty stacked. But yeah, but like also for me, like I don't really like sports. Though. Like sports aren't like my biggest thing, so it's like I'm not like data yeah. analysis. Like I don't really care. That's what I was like, say. Most I don't people watch like, a lot of games and stuff. So like when I say like I like a team, it's just because like my uncle liked them or something, and I right, just gotta right, keep right. it with it. So. Right. Because like I think most people are either like all in on sports or they're not. Like mm. like for me, I'm so much more into NBA than like any other like sports so like yeah like i'm a cubs fan but do i really sit down like watch all the baseball games like no i'm not i'm not i I just just don't do that so i also don't go around saying like i'm a Cubs fan all the time um but if i were to pick a team like yeah i'd have to go for that and then same thing for like the the other the other uh point of view for the bulls like yeah like i I am a bulls fan and i i feel more comfortable saying that because i'm actually like rooting for them like most of the time or all the time (laughs) uh compared to or like i'm watching them most of the time so that's how I feel about that, but I wanted to talk a little about what we're using. I was going to say, well, we're on your podcast, and I know, I'm sure a lot of people don't know any of us. Yeah. So, Brad, you have to go through that. How do you know each of us? You have to give it this, this is what we're showing. If you, this is where I find out you actually remember our friendship from the day one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just okay. go for it. Yeah, so, well, Nate, Nate, me and, I, because I've known you the longest, Yeah. Um, we were on the same basketball team. Okay. Well, yeah, IBA. That IBA. Was called. I think we were eight, eight or nine, something like that. Dang, really? I, I remember you had like uh, you had a cast on because like you broke your arm or yeah, something. Yeah, third grade. And broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got the dates like in his memory. Like, for March third, like. <laughs> and I just remember like we're on the same team playing basketball, and uh, I think the reason why we started like getting to know each other more like parents wise, and then we just knew each other because we we're on the team. Was right. because we lived close to each other. That's true. And then we thought we were gonna go to the same junior high, but then we didn't because of uh, the way the districts were made yeah, or something. Because yeah. you went to Murphy, yeah. which is like the other junior high. Um. So yeah, and then obviously we did cross country right. all through junior, or not not junior, uh, all through high school. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then Luke, we've done high school cross country together. Um, but before that, we we raced each other in junior high. And I, was it like sixth or seventh grade was when I probably knew you? 
seventh grade. I don't know if it was sixth. Yeah, I think it was well, seventh. I think I really knew because we knew each of each other in seventh grade. Yeah. I think eighth grade is when I started randomly walking up to you guys and just being like, "I remember, like, who is this kid? Like, he's just, just walking up to us. Like, he's like, he's the enemy. He's the opposing team." I know. I don't know why I did that. Well, either. I'm glad you did though, because we were gonna be teammates in high school, and then we were. I so know. That was it, cool. Yeah, it was just funny because I don't, I don't know what prompted me to do because I like literally felt like I had a rivalry against you guys, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. I just would go up to you guys and me and be like, "Hey, like, how's it going?" Yeah, I think that was really cool that you did that, though. And then I just knew Logan by association, so like, uh, but um, even going to high school, that's when we started to get a little bit closer, and then now we, like, hang out a lot more, especially in the summer, which is fun. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the main things, I think. Right. Dope. And then I met you, Luke, in basketball, eighth grade year. Yes, sir. Also running, and also Logan was there, too. Like. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, yeah. association, <laughs> right, really. But you, but you crafted your way in. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. we're all in the same grade. So, like, what, what are you, like, two years? I mean, one year. Younger. One year? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're one year below. So, like, we're all in the same grade in the same. Um, we, we did cross country, and then you, you didn't do that. So, that's how, like, we knew each other more. You tried. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> well, it didn't work out. No way. Yeah, that's fine. The running, running, sometimes running is just tough, so. Yeah. But now he's getting gains at the gym. Yeah, bro. And I have long hair. Yeah. The flow. Oh, yeah. I forgot to put moose in it before I came. I was running late. <laughs> it's um, a little flat. It's okay. The podcast viewers now, they know. It's not his best hair day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was it in Arizona, though? Because you were there for basically three years. Yeah. For Why were you in Arizona? Dude, I went to college there in Phoenix, Arizona, Grand Canyon University. Hope so. A school that no one believes is a real school because they just think it's online. No one knows we have an actual campus. Oh, yeah. There's so many ads on YouTube about it. Yeah, wait, how many online students are there? Over 50,000. 50,000? Like, oh, like, yeah. At least 12. Yeah, it's that, o- yeah that's over 12, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> over double our on, on-campus population. So we have like, Dang, that doesn't we, make any sense. Because we still have like twenty five thousand on campus, but it's like yeah. we have over fifty thousand online. That's, so that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, but it makes living on campus awesome. So like, yeah, we got pools all around and dorms, apartments. Logan's come to visit me a couple times, so he knows. But we got fitness centers everywhere, and the weather's great. We get the best weather because we're just there for the school year, right, so we right. dodge the the summers. Mm-hmm. The, the dorms are really nice there, right? Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Top ten in the country. Best dorm. This is an ad for GCU, actually, as well. Sponsored by Great Gate University. By, I've also had tour guides, so the tour guide personality is going to come out. Any fun facts that you guys want to know? <laughs> We're not going to talk or, about Or the, the made-up facts. Or made-up facts that I, <laughs> yeah. I'll share on my tour. I'm trying yeah. to think of some more good ones. Yeah, well. that's good. Cats, right? They got a lot of cats? They do have a lot of cats on campus. They're just roaming around. And they, they just live outside, just... Why is that the thing? You're like, oh yeah, they have lots of strange well, cats. Brad likes cats. No, no, but Nate's like, out of all the things, he's like, oh, they used to have a bowling alley, or like, they're a D1 school, he's like, oh, there's a lot of cats there. Like, well, it's true. Right. I mean, it's actually yeah. low-key a defining feature. Like, we started a club for the cats oh, to right. take care of them. Yeah. And they have, like, all the cats are vaccinated, like, have all their shops and stuff. Because, like, what? we don't want random, like, feral cats wandering around our yeah. campus. Wait, but wait, think, actually, though, like... They did that. They literally, yeah, because there were so many cats on campus that GCU like, like adopted them and like gave them shots, and then they just roam around and like students will like give them Chick Fil A. Okay, so like, how? Me, I gave them. <laughs> okay, how many do you see like everyone just walking to class? Um, I think it all depends on where you're going because there's certain areas the cats don't hang around, 
but if you're walking in the high traffic cat areas, it's kind of just like dang around those parts. But there's like the food, like there's one place where all the food is on campus. Um, yeah, and all the cats like to hang out around there. So I, I'll probably see like three or four, like just, just as I'm walking around. down, just yeah, That's they're so just cool. cool. So are they all like the same like breed or whatever? I have no idea. I think they're all just well. Different. I mean, like, are they different colors? Yeah, they're like, genealogy, bro. <laughs> I'm not in the cat club. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm a dog guy. I'm more yeah, a dog yeah. person. But literally, they're all kind of different. That's so, so cool. I know you would like it. You'd probably uh, like take one in. Not. <laughs> I mean, oh, I someone did that actually. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Dude. The way that you're saying how many there are, like people were definitely doing that, oh. and already vaccinated. And stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> That's for so cat, bro. So I know cats are not a defining feature of Arizona, but Arizona's great. I love it. Yeah. So, and what are you what are you planning to do now? Because you're, you're going back, right? So just got my bachelor's degree in Christian ministry, and I'm heading back for two more years. I'm gonna get my master's of divinity. Um, I'm in a five year master's program, so my fifth year tuition's paid for. So I'm gonna go back there, keep working yeah. as a tour guide. Um, just gonna finish out school. And it's good stuff. Hopefully, that's run so a, fun. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. And maybe run a marathon in December. Yeah, getting back on yeah. the running grind. So December is a perfect weather. It's the, it's the Tucson Marathon. Oh, cool. So, cool. that's my goal. But I've yet to run over like eight miles in a very long time. So, I'm going to build my mileage back up and then do it. But you're going to have to. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm planning on starting actual training later, though. But it should be fun. And you have to you have to drive all the way down there. To Tucson? No, like, like yeah. for school, like for Arizona. No, I didn't bring my car back, so I'm just going to fly. Oh, you're flying back. Yeah, okay. You so you could hop in a marathon cold, like if you wanted to, or not really. No, I could. I, I think I could run a marathon right now, really? but I don't think I would run it fast. Like I think I would yeah. have to go slow. That's true. But yeah. I could totally do a marathon. I think yeah. a lot of people could. Because you like, think about the hear the stories about people who just do it who right. have no running experience. And like think about like four years of running, five years. Yeah. Like it doesn't just go away. Right. Like, or you, more than that. Or yeah, middle school. Probably do like ten years. Sixth, seventh, yeah. eighth, yeah. and all of high school. And then, yeah, like so the base. To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I can definitely run a marathon, but I'm, I'm gonna train. We're gonna try and break three hours to qualify for Boston and meet my roommate. Which would be dope. That's sick. Yeah. That would that would be really sick. And what are you doing now? Uh, I I live. No, I'm scared. Uh, I do HVAC, so heating, ventilation, air conditioning. Right. Um, I have one more semester left in like community college and getting an associate's degree in it. So if I want to transfer out, if I want to do some other major, if I want to get an yeah. undergrad in something, I will have that opportunity. But for right now, I'm just doing HVAC. Yeah. And I knew you you were gonna do that, but what made you want? I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> um, school is always pretty hard for me. Okay, that just <laughs> happened. Uh, um, yeah. I didn't really like school very much, and I didn't, nothing on a four-year college really stuck out to me. I was like, I don't really want to get an English degree and not do anything with it. Like, I don't want to get a communications major and not do anything. I don't want to spend a lot of money and just, like, not like school. So I was like, oh, let's go to community college, and I had the opportunity to take an HVAC class um, through a wholesaler. It's, like, through a company, basically. So I got all the experience in one summer of, like, hey, this is basically what we do. I was like, oh, I could probably do this. So I started going to college for it and just kept taking the classes. And at first I hate this, this sucks. But then I got over it and I was like, oh, it's actually pretty cool. Like, I started to realize I was actually good at it. My teacher was just a jerk. Like 
he was just put me down. So once I figured out I was good at it, and then I got hired at a company, and I'm like progressing really well, I just kept doing it. Cool. What, what are you doing? Uh, I'm at North Central <laughs> College. Uh, I'm gonna be a senior. Right now I'm an insurance broker at the same time, still running as well. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. And me and you are still doing cross country for college. Yep, still doing that in track. in track. One more year left. Um, yeah. That's gonna be a definitely a lifestyle change. Like once I stop, it'll be like like not running every day. That'll be different for me. A lot more time. You know, I'll still probably run, but um, would you say that was like a difference for you? Like when you stopped, it was just like different you know what I mean yeah no that's because I used to run in college as well and I've stopped for the past year and a half I'm kind of getting back into it now right it's so weird like being just not having to run every day exactly. I was kind of relieved because I was getting burned out from the sport so it was kind of nice to have a break and a rest it was like a good change for me but I don't know now the fact that I'm already back to it like I've kind of looped around it's kind of hard to get away from it I think so yeah for me, I think my, it's just gonna, like, it's such a big priority for me right now. And I think that, like, once that changes, I'll have to replace that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's that's gonna be definitely an adjustment for me a little bit. But I'm enjoying it while I can, you know, so, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. You gonna start lifting weights? Maybe. Get huge? Yeah, I mean, I mean maybe <laughs> I could, you know. I could see I it. feel like if we dedicated as much time to lifting as we did running, we'd be, we'd all be just, just, <laughs> Yeah, like for real, but but maybe, I mean, who knows, or maybe I'll just work more, maybe I'll keep running, we'll see. It's still something you want to do though, you want to keep running? I would say I'll, I'll run, it, like I said, it won't be like the priority anymore, like, Yeah. like now I put it ahead of so many other things, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, like I'll, I'll run here and there for sure, like it's it's a part of It's a hard lifestyle change to like switch from running because I was like, we were like running every day. Are you like basically running every day, right? Every day, yeah. 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 So and are you? I mean, when you're healthy, yeah, you're running. So it's like yeah, six days. It's hard for me to shift that mindset to like, oh, I don't have to go and run every single day. I don't have to get out the door right. and go like, I can just do whatever I want. Exactly. And it's weird. It's hard to like change. I don't know. Yeah, or like even for me, it's just like there's so many things that I. I decide not to do so that I can run. Yeah. Like I'll decide, okay, I'm not gonna go to this place at some point. I'm not gonna go hang out with these people right now because I'm gonna go run instead. You know, like work out, put my time into my passion. Uh, same thing with like there have been a lot of late nights this semester where I've had to like do a bunch of schoolwork. It's like 11 p.m. I still gotta go do my run. You know, I get back at like 12:30. So yeah, like like not having that anymore, it'll just be like. I'll probably be a lot more rested, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Midnight <laughs> runs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and granted, it's built my discipline. Like, I, I choose to do those things. Like, I really love it. I'm not saying it's something I don't want to do, but, but I mean, like, it'll just be different. Like, like I won't have to do it anymore. Uh, well, I won't. I, I would. I don't have to do it now. I get. Yeah. To do it. I get to do it now, and I want to do it now. But yeah, it seems like right now it's more like discipline versus like motivation. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm pretty motivated, not gonna lie. Like, I think about all my goals and just the process of it yeah. while I run, 
like all the time just replay it over and over in my head uh but yeah yeah discipline it's very it definitely builds that for sure so you gotta be motivated getting back at midnight and being like well time to lace them up yeah. and go back out <laughs> that's gotta be so tough I, I i could not do that because i know that just muscle my sleep so much too. oh yeah it's you sacrifice your sleep like if you want to hit <laughs> that's crazy dude yeah i mean it it's it's worth it though because it's rewarding you know yeah I mean? yeah yeah like once you're done with that run you're like hey, no. four hours of sleep so <laughs> rewarding <laughs> i got you like That's it just so yeah i mean it gives it just makes you feel like you really accomplished something mm-hmm. or for me yeah. it does you know mm-hmm. like you can sleep knowing wow i really deserve this sleep like, that's like, no, I no, no. I get that. what I mean. Like, it's hard to I sleep totally sometimes when you're like, know that you haven't like, done everything yeah. to prepare yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, I like it. Yeah. Or sometimes it'll feel like a wasted day, like if you don't do it, or if you don't do something that you wanted to do that day. Right. Um, Definitely. But I wanted to go back to that, uh, just the Chicago question that you asked about, like how often, like, do we go? Because we're we're about forty, like forty miles from Chicago, but. The traffic is so bad sometimes it could take like an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. Um, but like, what do you think? Like, would you guys live in the city? Yeah. Like totally. Like actually, like live there or just do it for, like a little bit or? It's yeah. You know, do so you, like, like being out here. I, I think everyone could live in the city, but people don't realize how livable it actually is because you've been to the unlivable parts. Like. The tourist spot, like where the bean is, and like that, like where the Wrigley, like all that stuff, it's like super tourist, right? So there's not much to like live there. But where I go, I go to church in the city now. So like that's why I always go there so often. It's in a pretty normal neighborhood. Like it doesn't feel crazy. Like yeah, there's like skyscrapers. You can see the Willis Tower and stuff. But it's like it feels normal. It feels chill. And once you meet people there, then it feels like home. Then, like, after church, we always go out and eat somewhere, and they know the spot, so it feels, like, super livable. I could live there. Would I? Maybe. But it's not where I want to be forever, so. Yeah. I'd say I, I, same thing. Like, like, I would. There's a lot there. So much opportunity. So much to do. Like, I feel like it just wouldn't ever get boring. But, like, is there anything pulling me to live there? You know what I mean? Like, I would have to have that, you know? Because really, I could live anywhere, I feel like. Even Iowa. Dude, I would love to live in Iowa. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there's got to be something that brings me there, you know? Yeah. Nate's favorite state is Iowa, so. It's a great state. (laughs) Yeah. Corn. Um, (laughs) It's full of corn. Dude, we love corn. Um, Okay, what about you? (laughs) Yeah, I totally love Chicago. I love, like, GCU is basically, like, right outside of the downtown Phoenix and stuff. Yeah. And kind of pretty much in the city i know phoenix is just a very like wide like range of area and stuff but i totally i mean right now i'm out in arizona i kind of gonna be out there for the next couple years but i totally live in chicago i think it'd be cool i'd love it i like big cities Mm -hmm. it's good vibes especially right now while we're young yeah yeah i was gonna say like i don't know if i would like to live there like long term I think I'd want to live yeah, there for like no two way. or three years and be like, okay, that'd be fun to live there. But I don't know. I feel like, like I think, I think it'd be really cool because everything is so close, and you. I mean, I feel like you don't even like need a car. 
Not really. Like, you can basically yeah. don't, because you can just, just walk, like, anywhere, depending, like, where you are. Public transit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you, like, taking the L, like, that'd be cool mm-hmm. for the train. But, I don't know, to live there for, like, a long time, I feel like I would just get fed up with, like, everything. <laughs> Do you don't think so? I would. I couldn't live there forever, bro. Like, it's gonna be, like, a few, a little bit, but I... Yeah. Just, I don't want to also, Chicago's great, but it's also in Illinois. You know, like, you gotta remember the winter. Like, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't just think about the summer. And That's true. I want to go other places. I want to go around the world. I don't want to go around the states, so. Yeah. That is true. That is the most balanced statement I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ch- still in Illinois. Chicago's still in <laughs> Illinois. You gotta remember. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, to me, once again, I'm almost, like, indifferent about it. Like, I think it's a great place. It's a fun yeah. place. But it's like, why would I go there? You know what I mean? Like, to live there forever, like, what would pull me in? Yeah, it just depends, like, what your job is, I guess. That's true. Yeah, I feel like that's a big factor. If you find a community there, then that's what pulls that, you anywhere, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, right. if you live in the suburbs, like, what's keeping you there? Do you really like the weather in the suburbs? Like, do you like the area in yeah. the suburbs? Maybe, but it's, like, people. Yeah. That's one thing I've realized. Yeah, like, friends, in Illinois, yeah. like, no one's really like, oh, I really want to live in no one like oh like I mean, some people but like it's it's the people <laughs> that you find that makes you want to stay wait so you're going to a church in the city though mm-hmm. yeah it's called Soul City oh, and it's cool. in the West Loop so for me it's like 45 minutes it's like the the drive in Chicago it, it gets bad but like Jeez. maybe it gets up to an hour with traffic yeah you, yeah. you learn well, so wait why do you go that far what's like so you know it must be a really yeah, special place um, if you go that far for church you know yeah i remember in october i was talking to my uncle and he's like have you ever tried finding a church just for you that's that's the thing i can do that he's like yeah dude you're like 18 now like go for it or like 19 and he's like okay so i did so i just I, october i just went to a bunch of different churches tried them out i went to soul city and i was like oh like i love this it's super diverse it's pretty progressive like uh it's a great community of people i met old friends there and now i hang out with them like i'm getting connected in youth and alpha it's like it was just my That's church cool. yeah it's yeah. just worth it so is it big or is it like a smaller church or? uh it's not like a mega church but it's not a small church it's like the in between yeah i'm trying to picture cool. it like That's is cool. it like it like in the city or is it kind of like outside like yeah it's in the city like, so it's just surrounded by like other buildings then mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh, you just walk down cool. a street of like it's like apartments and then yeah the building's just there oh dang that is kind of cool yeah i mean it's not like an old church you know but it's like a newer modern church but kind of like uh yellow box or is it different than that way different than yellow box oh, i mean okay. like it yeah it's different than that it's that like, kind of like the building wise is building like wise yeah, yeah yeah but like the atmosphere and the people who are there that is really cool. But would you do that in the city? Live in the city? No, like a church. Yeah, totally. I, would I, I feel like it'd be so be much. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like I'd be like, opposed to it, but like I feel like it'd be so much different than just one like in the suburbs. It like, is where we are. It's one thing I've noticed is like the diversity and not in just like people, but like their thoughts too. It's like I mean, you show up to church and there's like a lot of black people on stage and in the audience like lots of black people lots of white people asian mexican like that's what looks like brings it home i'm like oh this is like this is everyone like mm. everyone's here like this is just a bunch of white people like this is cool yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think that's one of the biggest elements i think it would be really fun to go to church 
like in a city. I think the diversity of thought that you were talking about is a big one for me, is having lots of, I think when there's diversity of thought, it causes critical thinking to happen in a deeper way. And I think sometimes when everyone is surrounded with the same kind of thoughts, less critical thinking tends to happen. I agree. It does create strength within the beliefs that are already held, which can be very positive sometimes. However, I think challenge is really healthy, especially in a church environment. So I think that's one of the benefits of living in the city is diversity of belief, tons of different people from all kinds of different backgrounds. Yeah. I think it creates a healthy church model if done right, so. I think a good like analogy for that is like exercise, where if you work the same muscle over and over, mm -hmm. like you're strengthening that, kind of like what you said, you're strengthening like the core yeah. belief system. But if you're not doing any other exercises, then you're not strengthening other parts exactly. of your whole body. And your whole yep. body's like, like, I guess for this analogy, it could be like all of Christianity. Like you're only focusing on one part of Christianity or you only feel like this. Yeah. Then you're not really having the critical thinking of everything else. So if you're working everything or thinking about everything, that's that's where you're actually um, kind of expanding like your growth. That makes sense. Like, and it's also definitely. like there's, there's a community outside of just like the people. It's like, it's Chicago like this is like a Chicago family so a lot of analogies they talk about like the weather in Chicago and they get up on stage mm -hmm. and they're like oh we fell in love with this city in Chicago <laughs> so it's like it's Chicago right like you get this like pride in it you feel like at home it's like there. sports Chicago sports and <laughs> it's, like there's no church in like Oswego or Naperville it's like we're in Naperville like no one says that mm -hmm. right yeah, it's I like it's just Chicago so I feel like, yeah, looking at a lot of different kinds of churches has helped me expand as well. Like going to uh, Protestant churches, Catholic churches, like community churches, just like the way that people worship. I feel like that's also helped expand my my like viewpoint. Like, yeah, absolutely. There's just so many different ways to do it. You know? Yeah, because while like well, everyone in Christianity like believes like most of like the same core things everyone like practices it differently mm -hmm. which i think is really cool um but yeah i don't know i i do think it's kind of interesting to find out and the same thing with just religion in general like why people believe like certain things i think it's cool for the same reason for uh like, different denominations mm -hmm. but, yeah right interesting so would you move to the countryside or just no? like like uh like you move like to where like but like rural Iowa, would that be? I would not move to Iowa. No? In general. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no Iowa. Maybe in like, anywhere else. <laughs> it's your worst state. It's your, out of 50 states, it's number 50. Yeah, really? Really? no. I was about to say, I was like, dang, dude. Like, have fun in South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota sounds cool. What about North Dakota? Yeah, that's cool. Nebraska? Sure, dude. Over Iowa? Who worked in Iowa? That's why I like it. It's, you can kind of just go What's there in Nebraska? <laughs> What's in the... the roaming fields of Nebraska? It's nice. I like that, you know? Just like... Roaming cornfields? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an Iowa hater, but like... It, it sounds, sounds like, like you that. are, dude. You're I'm like, not. it's the worst. I didn't say it was the worst. I probably just want to live there. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just want to find out which state you would least Alaska. You go there? No, not going to Alaska. I would go there. I wouldn't live there. I need my. I 
I give vitamin D deficiency, so it's like I need like the sunlight. Oh, too yeah. depressed. Yeah. <laughs> Would you go to Florida? No, I don't really like Florida. It's very humid. Very crowded. Just like the Midwest, except the crowded part. Yeah, Just yeah. humid here. Nate, I think, I think there's like four different maybe landscapes, I guess you could say, for like living in the United States. I think there's like the city, so just any big city. And then there's like on the coast, which yeah, for sure. I know Chicago's not on the coast, but like it's on like, it's on the body like of water. Yeah. So I would, I would argue that would count as one. So I, I think, think you want to put it in city. Huh? You want to put Chicago in city? Well, I guess, I guess those two are kind of the same because a lot of ones on the coast are going to make the big city. So, okay, we'll say big city and then you can still there's say like, coast. I mean, there's like New Hampshire, bro. Like, that's on the coast. That's right? a good. Okay, city. yeah. Okay, so yeah, so we but can like say those. California, you know, like a lot of houses on the coast, right? There probably what? are houses on the coast. Of California. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. definitely houses. But like, there. it's, it's it's a hybrid though, because there's like the city. It's the city and the coast, right? Which one? L. A. San Diego. Okay, okay. We, we, we won't even say that. <laughs> as an option. Okay, okay, okay. I'm trying to get on track with okay. Brad's thoughts. Okay, ready. So there's a city, and then there's like a lot of openness. So probably like suburbs or just like Iowa, like yeah. you're saying. And then there's like the in between, which is um, like anywhere out west, like Montana, Idaho, uh, Colorado. I feel like there's that. So it's not really like necessarily big cities. Like I know there's big cities in those areas, like Rocky Mountains and that, but it's not uh, like flat. You know, like when you think of like the Great Plains with like Nebraska, Iowa, or even just places like. Um, like central Illinois, it's all just kind of like flat, you know. So I think there's flat, and then there's like city, and then there's the in between, which is uh, like the wilderness sort of thing. I would want to be more in the wilderness side of side of things. That doesn't but, surprise me. Yeah, because like I would, you know, like, I would like that too. Yeah, like I just I've always wanted to go like out west, so like go to Oregon or I can something. See I can see you roaming around, checking out all the cool like nature spots. Dude, I would totally be doing barefoot, that. all barefoot. <laughs> I'd be running around. Um, you need the spray-on shoes from Cotty the Chicken oh Meatballs. <laughs> That's those you. Dude, those look like they hurt so bad. Like, really? Like, I remember watching that movie and seeing him like walk around. I'm like, dude, that probably just hurts like your whole foot. So like your like your ankle, like that right. part of your foot. Are they optimal um, running shoes? What? Spray on shoes, are they optimal? We don't need to get into the science of the spray on <laughs> shoes from Cloudy the Chase Reef. They wore them his entire life. They gotta be like optimal enough that it didn't hurt his feet. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe his feet just went numb. Like, he doesn't have any nerves in there anymore. His were just like broken. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. The dark side of Cloudy the Chase <laughs> Meatballs. No, Nate, I, would, I don't think I would live like in like the Great Plains. That, if that's what you're saying by countryside, like just open road sort of thing, not many people. I don't. I don't think I would choose to live there. Really? It sounds like you would. I. I mean, I'm. I'd live anywhere, really. But yeah, I like the idea of just like having it be open and yeah. nature. I would go with the wilderness too, like what you guys were saying. Yeah. I don't know. I'd live anywhere though. Like I said, it depends on what's pulling you there. Mm -hmm. Like like I job for you. You said like the people who. That's. I'd go anywhere though. I just think it's crazy that some people can just look outside the window and they have just mountains like everywhere. Mm -hmm. Or there's just a bunch of trees and like yeah. mountains. Mm -hmm. And for us, it's just not like that, you know? Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's one great thing about Illinois. Like everywhere else you go seems so cool. Like, we, that's we actually facts. We don't, <laughs> have, yeah. we don't yeah. have like, well, I guess we have the beach. 
or someplace. Second that's what, flattest state in the U.S. Yeah, that's us. Exactly. So, I also I thought it was a good question for you guys. Yeah. So, over the past year, so think about like last summer. What are the? How do you feel like you've grown most? And what are some like key themes from this past year about how you feel like you've grown as a person? Or in just anything? So. Mm, those are good. <laughs> So any form of growth? Yeah, I, I can start while you guys start like thinking about stuff. I think for me, uh, one of the th areas I feel like I've grown most has been in just self-confidence, which is like a interesting thing in like kind of how you think about yourself and like talk, talk to yourself. I like found out this past year that I have a really harsh like self-critic that's kind of been with me my whole life and I've just kind of ignored it and but that didn't make it mean it goes away. So I think this past year I've really learned to like try and lower that voice in my head that like says just, I don't know, things about yourself that just aren't true yeah. and try to like step into yourself more. Cause I know there's a season where everyone like obviously in college is trying to step into themselves and really like find out who they are. So I think that's been the area maybe I've grown most in the entire year is being confident who I am like genuinely and like listening to the voices of people around me. So, what do you think triggered it? Um, I don't know. Well, there was t there would be two things. One conversation I had with my dad when I came back for Thanksgiving this past year. I was in just like a slump. I don't know why, just in life, you know, sometimes you just hit slumps. And I was just talking to my dad, and he was just I don't know. He's really good at asking questions to help you like self conclude things. And then I no, just he all, is good at that. Yeah. He's good at that. So he just asked me questions and I was like, oh wow, I'm like, I'm really harsh on myself. And it was like, so for example, like even just the next day after I had that conversation, I was at the youth group at Westbrook and I like gave a like just a short like ten minute Westbrook like, Church. Right? Yeah, yeah, Westbrook Church Church, um, for the youth group. And I got up and I like gave a short little message and I just like got done and I was like, I did horrible. Like I just was like like telling myself like no one understood you sucked like you were terrible and like other people would go up to me and be like Luke like you did like that was really good like we enjoyed what you had to say and I was like yeah thanks whatever but I, I just could not get over like I thought I didn't do good I thought I was bad so therefore it was and that was a big hurdle for me to overcome and be like no like other people are telling you you did fine it's like listen to other people actually don't think that you're the only one it's a very arrogant way to live life to go around and beat up on yourself, which is what I learned is like being negative to yourself is actually a form of just arrogance and pride because who are you to go around and dictate everything yeah. about who you are and saying you're bad, you suck. So anyways, I think that was one thing I, <laughs> big yeah. old, big hurdle for me to overcome. So now it's like, yeah, I might, I could have done better. So anyways. No, that's cool. And that was just from last summer to now. Yeah, basically. that was, or you said it was technically yeah, I think it was like an ongoing growth okay. kind of thing through the year. So if I look yeah. from last year where I was to where I am now, I think that's probably the area that I've grown most and being like, oh yeah, no, right. just own it, dude. Like, you're awesome. Yeah. Just be yourself. Right. Don't worry about that it. Like, cool. So I'm actually not as like being myself, more just believing that I'm like, like oh yeah, people like you. <laughs> it's like people want to hang out with you, stuff like that. So <laughs> anyways. I think for me, I can I can see a, a little bit of a similarity of like, um, not so much like self confidence. I mean, I I think I think 
just everyone's kind of growing and that like progressively like everyone's kind of at least going in some form of an upward direction that or, or if not hopefully mm. um, but for me at least I think that's that's grown a little bit but for me it's more of just hitting like a, a new level of breakthrough for just not like caring what other people think um, but in in a healthy way like especially in, in my growth of being a Christian like I do have to care what people think about me because I want people to know that like I am a Christian I don't want to just be doing whatever I want and then yeah. be like, wait what why is he doing that you know so there's a sense of like in general you do have to care what people think uh, just because like you have to and then also yeah. as a as a Christian there's that but um, in terms of like what I do and going up to people and like hanging out with them or talking to them or just um, doing things I want to do um, starting things up like the podcast or trying something new like I'm really just not like afraid of like failure anymore mm -hmm. like I'm just I'm just trying out a bunch of new stuff and I think that started um, probably going into the semester the fall semester last year yeah. so yeah like nine months ago or so and I think that was once once I knew I was going to be at Western Kentucky and like that's after having that first year out of the way, I think I was definitely just kind of ready to be like, oh, I know it's, I kind of know how it's gonna go. I know um, like where the buildings are. I just, I know like how my life is kind of gonna go right. or how it's kind of going to go. So now at that point, I'm like, oh, sweet. Now I can just kind of get settled in and do, try try new things, new things I wanna do. And if you guys have known me, <laughs> which you have, like I'm always down to like try new things and. Just kind of be spontaneous in that aspect but i think I had a new like breakthrough of like you know what i'm just like specifically with relationships with people like i i'm just willing to talk hang out do whatever mm -hmm. with people and i feel like i say that so much on the podcast um which is i just like talking to people but i had like a whole new breakthrough especially in uh, around february or march i just had another one um going from uh, fall of last year so august and then march around the two times where I just like exploded to be like, oh, I can just talk to this people, talk to this person, I'll talk to this group of people, and just hang out, uh, because I just kind of realized that like, why, why would I hold back something that I want to talk to someone about, or something that I can learn from someone and then share with another person, or just like I'm trying to see it from like all perspectives of like how how can I benefit like myself, um, which could be like a selfish point of view, but like how can I benefit myself, and then. How, how could I use that information to tell other people about it? Uh, just whatever it is. Um, it's, whether it's Christianity or like, I see there's like there's free food somewhere on campus. I'll like, I'll just go and start telling people, <laughs> just anyone, like random people I see, like, yo, go go get this like free food over here or uh, go do this, you can win like a raffle or something. So uh, I'm just, I, I'm willing to like be able to like talk to anyone. And I it really, like I love it. And I wish everyone had that like mindset um, and like I'm not perfect at it. Like sometimes I just don't want to like talk to people. I think right. everyone has that, where they're just like, yeah, I don't want to talk to people. Like, but a lot of the times I'm just I'm willing to to do that more and more often. And I think that definitely helps because uh, of the failure. Like I said, like I I'll ask people questions. I'll see how things go wrong, and it might feel like awkward or whatever. But I've just grown to not even really like feel that as much. Like if something is like awkward to someone else, to me it's just not really that. I, I don't really even look at it as that. It's just kind of like, oh, that's that's how it went. Or like right. when, when Logan like slapped his watch or whatever. Like it wasn't like I was like, oh my gosh, 
like this thing went off in my podcast. It's just like it's just I just think it's funny. Like okay, like you guys find me and keep talking. Like I, I don't see things as uh, like weird like that. Um, but yeah, and then go, just going back to kind of sum all that up is like the failure aspect. Like I don't really see failure as failure anymore. I see it as growth, which I think everyone should do that. Um, it, it's hard to, but like failure is just a part of things or when things don't go the way you want it to like that's just a part of any form of growth and change so i think i've just definitely stepped into that of like you know what that's okay if something doesn't go the way i want it to uh because there's always something else so that's probably my biggest thing that i've grown in this past year or so so we're locking in boys what about you guys how do you feel like you've grown for the past year we'll like we'll take a moment of silence and we'll come back in then you'll ask. So he has like he has a chance to like cut it in. Well, but that, that's kind of what we already did. <laughs> yeah, we already we did. It. This is all a lead up, an intro, and you, you guys saw the cut, right? You saw it. Like, we already did it. So now now it's awkward. <laughs> it's not. I knew I was gonna say that. Cause I knew you, yeah, cause I'm like, I don't think it is. I just think it's funny. Because you were just talking about it. Because <laughs> yeah. that's why. I'm, I'm call, it's a callback to before. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Nate, so, how have I grown in the past year? Is that the question? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would say that I've grown a lot as far as um, just learning more about myself, if that makes sense. Like, um, my coach told me that there's four stages of life that I can tell you guys oh, about. Oh, man, wisdom. <laughs> wisdom right here. I mean, it's my coach's wisdom. Yeah. His name is Al Carius. So. Big Al. Yep, yep. He's, uh, he's been very influential to me. But, um, yeah, he says that the first stage of life is when you have your head in the ground. You're trying to just go in through the motions, not really thinking. It's the ostrich phase. And then the second phase is called the cafeteria phase, where you're trying to figure out who you are. And you're, like, trying all these different things. Kind of like at a cafeteria, you're trying all these foods. And I feel like that's kind of where I'm at still. Um, like, I I was on a medical track for a while, and I've realized that that's not for me. And, yeah, I'm just kind of figuring it out. Like, I've switched gears, and having that off my shoulders is really, really nice. Because uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been in a situation where you felt like you were, like, locked in um, with your future. You know what I mean? So... Um, that's kind of how I felt. It was almost like a pressure to do that, that job. And I was like, but I've, I've gotten out now. And yeah, I'm just trying to figure out more about what I should be doing with my life career-wise, if that makes sense, you know? So I'm doing business and I'm just trying stuff. Um, so yeah, that's what I've learned about myself. Um, we have this thing at my church. It's called Star Sunday where every, uh, once a year, we all get a star that has a word on it. It's a piece of paper. And it says a word on it that they want you to focus on. And my word this year was wellness. And they gave me like Bible verses revolving around wellness. And I feel like that's another area I've kind of grown in, just like prioritizing recovering and not always working. You know what I mean? Just prioritizing like, like mental, like mental, being in a good state and stuff so I feel like you know when I read the Bible I feel this like peace when I read it that I get used to which I think God is kind of talking to me through that have you guys ever felt that like mm-hmm. like you'll open it up yeah. you know and it's just like so I feel like that's been helpful to me to just 
learning about more who I am, trying to prioritize wellness. Uh, those are the things that I've kind of moved in a direction towards this year. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So at the end of, so it's the end of the calendar year, the church would give you like, they give us a word, yeah. Like and a, it, you said, it's a star. Like, is it a button or a pin? It's a it's a paper star. It's like oh, it's big. Shaped. Uh, it's probably like, I mean, it's it's not big. It's like maybe the size of like your hand, like a oh, star. Okay, okay. Yeah, and then it has people to pray for on it too, mm. in the church, and then it has like some Bible verses, and you'll have a word. Like in the past, I had breath, and I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. So like then I looked into it, like okay, how does breath pertain to me? what I mean yeah and it's just a word you think about for the rest of the year kind of mm. okay so yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, cool. it's a cool thing I like it a lot you know so and everyone gets that everyone yeah everyone gets a star so yeah. you're bad Sunday to bring your friends here you gotta pray for these people for the rest of the year then they, no one would pray for them because they're new and then they have a star and then it's like the ratios the balance <laughs> yeah, and yeah. everything star sun is over yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's collapsed <laughs> everyone's getting a star and you're like oh sorry friend you're like you don't get a star like, <laughs> you're not allowed you're out <laughs> you, did you did you sign up did you register like <laughs> star <laughs> doing the star Sunday. um for me like how I've grown the past year I've, uh, I feel like I've gone through a lot in the past year, so I've really been figuring out how to like find uh, just like my self worth in God instead of like other people and me. So like you guys were a big part of that. Like when I my best friends and my my close friend group they all left, and I really prayed. I had an opportunity to go on the road trip with my brother, and we talked about life and god and what's going on and i was like i just want a community of people and i got to hang out with you guys last summer and that really brought me closer in my faith relationship and i think i've learned to i've just had a really deep and personal connection with god this last year like figuring out a different way to read my bible that's like in context and like really hearing god's word through that and uh yeah everything i do now i don't just like praise myself for it I never really have um but now I'm just like god thank you for letting me do this like I'm doing really well at work every day I pray like thank you that I can just like, wake up and do this like I want to make my acts known through like oh I think make you known through my acts right and I also had a conversation with my old youth pastor uh when we had a chance to go to Asbury and we were just talking about like what my ministry looks like because I don't I'm not going into ministry my whole family kind of is going to aspects of that I'm going into the traits like what does that look like and he just reminded me that like no like your life is your ministry like everything you do like when you work hard people realize that I mean why do you work so hard I don't think this is my faith like because God called me to do that that's my ministry and I've really learned to fi like find myself and find out like no God really does want to use me and He's been opening up a lot of doors recently, and it's been a really cool opportunity just to be like, oh, God does want to use me still, even though I'm not doing this. So, yeah. Yeah, I think That's a lot cool. of people think they have to, like, they have to do, like, a mission, like, a mission trip, where they have to go do this or that, and, like, people are called to do those things, but, uh, like, you can still, like, honor God while not doing that. Mm -hmm. um, 
or like say like you can't make it to like church one day <laughs> like it's not like it's like a big deal like like it is if you like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it is but it's not mm-hmm. it's not like your whole it's a workout salvation your, your depends, fa- depends faith is that. a workout and church is just an exercise too yeah. like reading your bible yeah. if you're reading your bible and then praying and doing all this stuff throughout the week and then oh crap I can't make it to church because of this like you still worked out all week right like just because you're not squatting one day it's like you'll pick it back up yeah and that's what helps is realizing that you don't have to be like perfect and everything or you don't have to yeah. do this or that um, I think that's like one of the best things about like about God's grace is that um, like we already know we can't <laughs> we can't do enough so like we don't have to have the pressure of trying to reach there because like Jesus paid it all which I think is really cool yeah and that was a good word of encouragement to my dad not too long ago he's just like it's like I don't understand like the, the fullness of like God's love and grace and stuff. He's like, you're not supposed to. Yeah. And like, you can't. And I was just like, oh wow, that's actually kind of relief. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I know for real, dude. I I've had that too. Like thinking, like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, why why did you send your son to die? Like, to me? Mm-hmm. like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. And then I was like realizing that like I'm not gonna really fully understand until I am that. Mm-hmm. Or even that might not even be like. Well, no, I, I guess that would be answered. But, like, you just don't, you, you don't even know, like, the questions to ask, you know, and you, you won't even know the fullness of, of God and his love until, like, we're there and that is. So, it's kind of the mystery part of it, but it's, it's cool. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, since you're one of the few people in your family that aren't going into ministry, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's unique because I feel like, in my life I've, I've had pastors that are very very effective but just because you're not like there's so many people that we need not in the ministry mm-hmm. to go out and, and do stuff yeah you know what that's what's like, been a huge encouragement to remind myself that's true. like reminders like you don't have to like you yeah. like you, you your life is your ministry everyone has a ministry yeah. so. like imagine if every christian was a pastor <laughs> you know what i mean be, like who we preach to i mean we need pastors but it's yeah totally so no, I mean, it's a matter of, like, okay, what is ministry then? Like, what is ministry actually? Is ministry just something that the people that work at churches do or the people that work in ministry organizations do? Or is ministry actually the reverse? Which is, that's something we talk about a lot in, my, in studying, which is actually equipping saints for the work of the ministry, um, where it's, like, actually the ministry for, like, people that work in the church is actually equipping their body, like the church body, to go and do ministry for others. That's ultimately what ministry is. So it's actually one of the most encouraging places to be, in my opinion. I would tell people is like you get the chance to be on the front lines. It's like going out and like act, and making a difference and impact in the world. Like that's awesome. Like you're you're a foot soldier. You know? Yeah, like if yeah, if we want to use a, a war analogy. You get to go out there, be on the front lines. Right. That's awesome. Like, that's a great place to be. Okay, yeah. There's, if there's nothing else, then yeah, that's all. This is the right track with Brad. We got Luke. I almost called you Logan. Nate and Logan. Um, but yeah, thanks for just hanging out and joining on. I know this was kind of like a random, like free flowing one, but I, I think I just I wanted to try that out to see like if we can just sit down, not even have any topics, just talk about whatever. It was cool um, that like we started out kind of like crazy, but at the end like we hopped on like the right track of conversation. Oh, so, like, so cool. that's cool. That's cool. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that's it. You do a thing where you're like, make sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> make sure to like, subscribe.